Good morning for the CJRU Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroxy, and debuting on CJRU 1280 AM, I've got Nicole Stoikos. How you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing good. Did you want to throw out your position and who you are? Because I was scared I was going to butcher this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I am a career coordinator for the Ontario Construction Careers Alliance, also go by OCCA. Um, so I educate high school students among careers in construction. Okay, okay. How long have you been doing that for? About three and a half years now. Mm-hmm. So a good amount of time. All right, all right. And what have you learned in the three years doing this position? I've learned that there are so many opportunities for young students who are hands-on learners that they don't get the opportunity to hear about it during high school. A lot of high schools, they're still really focused on universities. So it's shocking to when I go inside the schools to see how little they know know about the other options that are available to them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, little options, right? Do you think it's changing now? It is definitely changing in the way where a lot of high schools now have incorporated a lot of more construction courses, a lot of woodworking, mechanical, that type of stuff. And there also was an announcement that the grade nines, so all grade nines, are going to have to take some type of tech course that can be technology, construction, some type of thing when they're entering grade nine. So I think that's really, really good and a huge step because that gives them a little bit more of a broad overview of what it is before they actually choose courses in grade 11 and 12. And trades are becoming the dominant now, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, a lot of people are kind of learning a little bit more about it. The hands-on learners are really connecting with what they like to do, which I think is really, really great. Um, And then it's also good for the grade nines because you'll get a lot of women who are also exploring it that maybe they were a little bit intimidated for maybe only males choosing those type of classes. Now, do you want to talk about the stigma? Because there is stigma in the construction industry. Yeah, there are unfortunately a ton of stigmas in the construction industry, you know, the the women and male one being one, um, but the construction industry is really focusing on that hey, anybody and everybody is welcome. There has been a huge increase of women in construction and over the past few years, which is really, really great. Women supervisors now on site, which is very empowering and just very welcoming um, for people who are entering. So they're just trying to make it a lot more comfortable and less intimidating environment. There are a ton of other stigmas that do go around it. You know, people talking about that construction workers, they're uneducated or it's only physical labor and maybe not a good equal career choice when really none of those are true. Mm -hmm. Now, what do you want to tell the high schoolers, maybe parents that may have their stigmas saying, I don't want my kid to get hurt. I don't want (laughs) to, you know, visit my paralyzed son or daughter. (laughs) Well, when it comes to that in the construction, there are a lot of health and safety rules and regulations that surround it. And you always have to remember that you do have a legal safety net as well. So if something is maybe can put you at risk or in danger, if you don't have enough experience on some type of equipment or whatever the situation may be you do have that legal right to refuse any of those tasks if it does put you at risk. So that's definitely very important to know and be aware of. As far as the other stigmas, you know, not everybody realistically is a university learner. And that is absolutely okay. There has been such a messaging, even when I was in high school, saying, you know, university is the top and then below that's college and then below that is the trades. Um, But that's honestly the furthest from the truth and they're all completely equal just depending on your learning style right because if you go into one thing but you don't learn that way you're not going to succeed in it you know someone who is maybe a university learner not very hands-on they're not going to succeed in construction 
Same thing with the other way around, right? If someone doesn't love sitting there reading textbooks and can sit there all day, maybe an office job, they don't like doing that, they're not gonna succeed in that, right? So it really all depends on your personality and the biggest thing is your learning style. Mm -hmm. And everybody has a different learning style. Everybody has a very different learning style. I like to use myself as an example. I went to college. I'm not a university learner. I can't sit there for a very long time. Even office jobs, that's why my job right now I love because I get to move around and talk to different people. I tried an office job. It didn't work out for me. I am where I am today because I learned all of these skills in college, right? If I went to university, it wouldn't have worked out for me because I just don't learn that way. Mm -hmm. So it actually benefited me way more going to college. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I went to college too. (laughs) So what do you think that, what do you call, what were the barriers? Let me go back to 2020. What were the barriers in the COVID-19 pandemic that you guys had to deal with? So for the construction industry, at first, it was kind of on pause for a little bit. They didn't really know where they stood. Projects um, had to be paused for that amount of time. They ended up being labeled as essential workers, which I think was really great. And then, you know, they continued their journey. So I think COVID did open up a lot of people's eyes really viewing who is an essential worker and who is always needed. So I find that with that, a lot of people did recognize the construction workers in that section, which I think is really, really great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously you couldn't go into schools too. Could I you? couldn't, yeah. But did it do... Were you guys able to do it online? We were able to do it online. However, you know, I'm sure as anybody can kind of relate, the online was very hard, especially with high school students. They online everything. They were over it. Even the teachers is really hard to communicate, really convey that message. So our company did, we did focus online and online presentations, but I also focus a lot on social media because, you know, the kids are on social media all the time, especially during the pandemic. That's kind of all they're doing. So we really tried to convey that message on social media as well. Mm-hmm. How is your social media presence? It's good. Yeah, we're on TikTok and Instagram. Those are my two main focus. We also have Facebook and Twitter, but just the target audience I'm reaching, I'm focusing more on the TikTok and the Instagram mm-hmm. versus the other ones. And how are the, what do you call the high school students taking this are is there positive reception or are they bored of it yeah so you have the 50 50 in class you know there's some people that they're just not interested at all which is totally fine you know i don't expect everybody to be interested you know Um, but then i find that a lot of students are really blown away and have a lot of questions about really finding out about the pathway how much money they can make the different opportunities available the skills that you have to learn you have no student debt you start making great money right away you know earn while you learn is a huge saying in the trades industry. Um, So they're really blown away by that. And a lot of them do have questions, especially when a school does have a program called OYAP. It's called Ontario Youth Apprenticeship Program. So for this program, a grade 11s and 12s can actually start their apprenticeship during high school. So it's really great if the high school has it because they can just start off right away during school and they don't have to be in class, which is perfect for them because they're hands-on learners anyways. <laughs> I think young people, it should be perfect yeah. <laughs> for you because nobody wants to sit in class exactly, all day. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so what is your message to the parents that haven't heard anything about this yet and you haven't got around to their high schools? Oh, okay. So for the parents, I would really just maybe have more of an open mind and really understand your kids' personality and their learning style. If maybe they're not in the university section that's totally okay and it doesn't make and like anybody more or less no career 
makes anybody more or less. Everybody has their own interests. Everybody has their own talents and everybody has their own learning styles. Again, so just really focus on how they learn because I promise you they will succeed in the way they learn because it'll actually be a little bit more enjoyable for them because they'll be able to understand the knowledge more efficiently and significantly that way versus pushing somebody into a pathway they don't learn in and they don't love because then a lot of time it doesn't really work out in your favor and as we know university is very expensive (laughs) so you know I've had multiple friends drop out which is again totally okay but it's just it's expensive right so if you can maybe try to figure that out before spending all that money that might be a little bit more beneficial and parents at the end of the day it's about your child not about you yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) so really just connect with them and see where they're at and you know try to support them as much as you can Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and what do you guys hope to do different in 2024 that you haven't done in the previous years so we're starting to introduce students to actual job sites and training centers so actually bringing them on field trips we did we did one this year we were hoping for two but it didn't work out and I find that when you actually bring the students to you know where they're actually doing the work and trying things out they get a whole different perspective on it because you know they're there they're in the field they see it firsthand so that's definitely something I would love to incorporate a lot more and bring a lot of students on the job sites to really see firsthand what you could be doing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. have you ever guys brought any uh, any students on yet or no we did we did one this year and we one last year so I'm hoping to incorporate a few more okay okay yeah. so more of them yes okay did you want to throw out your social media platforms in case parents have questions or they're teenagers right now listening to this interview which I'm kind of shocked they are <laughs> <laughs> <Case>. yeah <laughs> uh, so our social media is called construct you so it's construct and then just the letter U at the end mm-hmm. construct you construct you yeah <laughs> <laughs> not parents Yeah, you. All right. Is there anything you'd like to tell CJRU 1280 AM or anyone listening? Uh, Just thank you for having me. I hope I was, you know, more informative to anybody out there, help anybody. The social media channel is out there. I am personally on the Instagram, especially if you have any questions, feel free to send a direct message and maybe I can help you as a parent or even if your child has any questions, they can reach out to me directly. Mm -hmm. And there needs to be TikTok challenges, okay? Yeah. <laughs> if you're bringing them on the site, they'll have fun. They'll do a TikTok yeah. challenge. <laughs> All right. I would love to thank you for coming to see me in person. Well, thank you for having me. It's been a blast. I appreciate it. All right. For CJRU1280 AM, I'd like to thank you. you. can throw out your position again. And your name? Nicole Stoikos, the OCCA Career Coordinator. And thank you to the listeners for listening to this episode.